Can we please have quiet on the set? What's up, everybody, and welcome to another very rare episode of the One Real In podcast. Yeah. We don't ever do this anymore. Uh, we don't watch many new movies. We don't watch nearly a, as much as we used to. Yeah. So maybe we change that sometime. Yeah. Maybe Hollywood gets better. How about that? I mean, if this is the start. Mm-hmm. That's not very good. Oh, how dare you? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that number is either. Decline. Sorry about that, folks. Do you want to answer it now? No. Okay. I don't know who it was. <laughs> anyway. They'll leave a message if it's important. It's fine. Not an emergency. No. Uh, so this is a very special episode because we just saw Avengers. 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 Endgame. 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 A little indie film. <laughs> um, so obviously the first thing that we have to say is this is going to be spoilerific. Spoiler filled. Absolutely. So if you haven't seen it, please leave. Come back after. Mm-hmm. You have been warned. And you can join in the festivities of, of listening, discussing, agreeing, and disagreeing. Yeah. We saw it too early because we knew stuff would get spoiled. Mm-hmm. Um, this is actually, your spoiler warning. Yeah. Right, uh, three. On the, on the count of three. 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 Okay, we're good. Uh, speaking of that, mm-hmm. so we were talking about it before. And we both thought we had the film spoiled for us. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then at when we're discussing over Tasty Bergs at the five, at the five guys, mm-hmm. I find out that the shit wasn't spoiled for you. <laughs> <laughs> I, in hindsight, am so glad we didn't share what our spoilers yeah, were. Yeah. Because that would have sucked. Can you imagine the disaster? <laughs> the, 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 the look on your face would have been... Ugh. Enough to do it. Yeah. So like that's that's what you heard, right? I would have turned I would have turned to dust. You just met. Yeah. <laughs> so uh you heard that Thanos gets his head chopped off. Right, which is true. That does happen yeah. in the first twenty minutes of yeah. the movie. Yeah. I heard that Iron Man dies. Which is also true. <laughs> and that happens in the last in the last twenty minutes of the movie. <laughs> and it is the quintessential moment, the climactic Climax. Climax, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was a fucking bummer. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the internet sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so... Just a second. This sure. isn't going to change anything, mm-hmm. but what's wrong with you people? <laughs> <laughs> Who gets off on that? Yeah. Well, you know, my, my real question is, like, it has to be people who love to see the, uh, uh, the destruction that it lays and the anger that it causes, yeah. you know, people commenting. But some people just like to watch the world burn. Yeah. The, the fact of the matter is the majority of people that see those spoilers that you put, post up, you're not even getting the satisfaction of like seeing their reaction, you yeah. know? So I, I still understand why you would do like you obviously at least, I don't know, cared enough to find out the information. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was just like a copy paste. That's fine. Whatever. Why? Why are you trying to ruin something that people like? Yeah. Why? Why? Why can't? Why can't I enjoy it the way you enjoyed it? You know, you got to see it with no spoilers. Why? Why can't I do that? Is it just the satisfaction of like seeing something break the the was it Schadenfreude or whatever? Yeah, I think people just get off on it. Some people just get off on it's gross fucking it up for other people. I don't like that. It is gross, and I hate you, not you, but 
You know who I'm talking mm-hmm. to. You know if you did it. You out there who does that shit. Yeah. On completely unrelated posts. Yeah. Well, it's it's on purpose. I understand if, you know, I'm, I'd still be pissed off if somebody spoiled it accidentally. Like, you know, have some awareness. Yeah. But if you're out there targeting people, yeah. stop it. You fucking terrorists. It's not nice. Okay. We got that out of the way. Yeah. Feel better now. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh, yeah, it was, it was it was all right. It was an okay movie. It was okay. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, it was three hours of mediocre. Mm, just fine. Just just fine. Just kidding. It was really good. That was amazing. It was it was an amazing. It was an incredible. Film. I I don't. That's the thing. I don't want this podcast to be is just like us saying, "Oh, it was it was, it was like the best thing ever." It was great. It was really yeah. good because you're gonna see that everywhere. Right. So, I kind of want to talk about what what we expected going in. Yeah. What was true. And where we're going from here, we mm. think. Yeah. In the MCU. Good place to go. What were your expectations going into the movie? Uh, well, the thing about it is, and, and they've rectified this since, but the fact that they announced movies so far in advance, you kind of know. I mean, that's a spoiler in and of itself. Yeah. Like the fact that they're... They were basically advertising three movies at the same time, Endgame, mm-hmm. Captain Marvel, and Far From Home. Right. So Spider-Man. We know, we know that Captain Marvel is going to be included some in some capacity, mm-hmm. and we also know that they bring back at least Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, because we know that chronologically that movie happens... After They Endgame. even said it. Yeah. They, they could have just said, no, it happens um, during. Or not said anything. Yeah. Which I think they, we may have mentioned this on the podcast before, they retroactively tried to do, uh, where they're saying that uh, Homecoming, not Homecoming, uh, Far, Far From Home is uh, is the last un- officially announced Marvel movie yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, like now they've rectified that situation. But we already... Like, yeah, they, like, they've already said there's plans, obviously, for, for Guardians 3. Yeah, we know there's going to be a Guardians 3. And, you know... Of course, it's going to be Black Panther two yeah. and all this stuff. You know, like it it ruined it at make the time. Another Captain Marvel, like it's it's just. I mean, it's the nature of how they handle their business, but also business in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Like it's just making too much money to to stop this train. Right. right. We know that they're not. There's not enough artistic integrity in in the world. No. To to turn down the to kind turn of money. down that. Let's yeah. just first of all, let's let's look up as of this recording. Avengers box office, Avengers Endgame. Mind you, we saw today is Saturday Today's of opening Saturday. weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saturday morning, so we uh, we don't even have the full day of Saturday tabulated yet. Oh Lord, <laughs> lay it on me. I can't. I mean, it. it uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> too much money. Who? So much money. <laughs> I can't believe this. Avengers Endgame has made an estimated 644 million worldwide already. It's been three days. That's incredible. It's been three days. Not even three full days. It was Thursday night. Oh, man. Friday and half of Saturday. That's crazy. And you figure most of those are actually uh, pre-sale tickets, so... So I made two seventeen here. Mm-hmm. Well, no, hold on, wait a minute. No, I made two hundred seventeen million in China alone. Okay. Four hundred eighty-seven everywhere else, basically. Mm-hmm. 
Um, let's see. It made 156.7 million from Thursday to Friday. That's roughly 37 million more than the previous record, which was held by The Force Awakens. Hmm. So Disney is just oh, lapping it up. They're just backing up that Brinks truck, like Chris D'Elia would say. Incredible. Um, yeah. So there you go. In three days, 644 million. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, it's it's obviously going to be the most um, financially successful movie ever made. You think? You think um, it's going to topple uh, that was Avatar? Uh, I think I think Star Wars is ahead of. Uh, I thought Avatar, Avatar was number now. one. Avatar was number one for years. Mm. Um, box office records. I think the only thing that could keep Avatar up there is the fact that it was all 3D, or that was the big push for it, which is more expensive. A more expensive ticket at the time. Uh, I don't. What is this? <laughs> they give me. They give me the fucking um, <laughs> uh, the movies where you know how they do with the fucking. Um, uh, adjusted for inflation. Oh. No, you're right. Avatar's still up there. Yeah, I thought Avatar's it was number still one. number one with 2.7 billion. That's insane. Two, almost made. No, I think it'll beat it. Mm. I think it'll beat it. Okay. Yeah, I think it'll beat it. I mean, it's it should be already on the list. Bold prediction. No, not yet. It's not in the top 50. Yet. I mean, it's going to be in the top 50 by the end of. Probably Sunday. I mean, the last the last movie is Half Blood Prince. It's at nine hundred thirty four million. This movie's already at six fifty almost mm-hmm. in two days. Right. I mean, by the end of the week, it it's gonna crack at least the top thirty. Yeah, easily. Yeah, no, I think I think it'll do. It'll do better. It'll do I think it'll take the record. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Let's find out. Okay. So the record is two point seven, basically two point eight billion, by Avatar. I don't know. You're right. Um, you know, 3D definitely helped it a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was, a, it was an entire uh, event. Yeah. You had to go out there and see yeah, it in 3D. You have to see it. You have you to see it see in 3D. It. IMAX 3D. You have to spend $30 on a ticket. <laughs> you just have to. Bring the whole family. Well, I didn't. I didn't. I waited. Oh. And then everyone told me, well, of course you didn't like it. You watched it yeah. at home. It's yeah. like, oh, I'm sorry. That's what makes a movie. That's what changes the quality of a Listen, You know what? Let's not do settle this. Settle down. <laughs> We're not going to get on the Avatar tangent. We're not going to okay? do that. We're not going to do What that. were your expectations going yeah. into going in, Avengers so, Endgame? All right, so to go, to go all the way back to that, uh, what I was saying about Spider-Man and everything is like, we already had some answers. I just wanted to know where, where they were going to take mm-hmm. it. Um, expectations, I mean, to be honest with you, I, I didn't really go into it with a lot of expectations. I mean, like, they've been ramping it up with each film. Each mm-hmm. each Avenger, uh, Avengers movie has gotten better. Um, you know, I just hoped that they would tie it together with with a neat little neat little bow. Yeah. So I didn't really go in with a lot of expectations. Mm. I went in with tons. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, a good majority of them didn't really pan out. Actually, mm. I I in was a good way or bad way. Oh, in a good way. It kept me. At least somewhat surprised. Yeah. Because you, you kind of know how the movie's going to go generally. Like, they're going to win. They're going to bring people back. You yeah. Know? Same thing like you said with the the fact that we have these these tentpole series that are not going to end. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter. Like, again, the, the, the snap was important, but, you know, it, it wasn't as impactful as it, it could have been if we were in the dark yeah. after that. You know? Yeah. 
Um, yeah, but they, you know what? Uh-huh. They should have gone radio fucking mm-hmm. silent. Yeah, that would have been dope if we heard nothing mm-hmm. from them, and then Endgame comes out, and you're like, what? Yeah, that would have been really dope. Yeah, yeah, it kind of uh, oh it, well. it took the gravity out of the, that entire thing. But I was gonna say, the way in my mind they kind of rectified that was in Endgame we do end up living with that reality for a while. Yeah. Uh, you know, we see the world five years after the snap. So all these characters have been dealing with the consequences of, of the snap. Yeah. So I enjoyed that, seeing those characters and that being their reality, um, even though we know they're going to find a way around it. It's fine. But in the moment, watching how you know they're dealing with it was really cool to me, and I like that. Yeah. Um, Something that I, I was almost 100% sure was going to happen that didn't was Captain America sacrificing himself. Yeah, they, they switched that. They did. And I knew that was a possibility. I think from from the beginning, we knew it was going to be one of those two guys, mm-hmm. Iron Man or Captain America. And we definitely, I'm pretty sure we said it on the podcast, like it, one of them has to go. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, in a way, uh, I mean, both of them are gone now. The way that it yeah, ended. Yeah, the way that they did that, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Like, they, you know, they got, they didn't have to kill both of them off mm-hmm. to get rid of both of them. You right. Know, they both have not good endings, but like satisfying. Not yeah. satisfying. Good. Uh, <laughs> they were like artistically good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not satisfying. They both made me really sad. But <laughs> Well, yeah, it's, it's a, it's, it's a conclusion. It's, yeah. it is a satisfying conclusion for those characters that yeah. they deserve. Um, Something that, I don't know, like, I'm kind of jumping ahead here, but something I'm a, a bit concerned about, we can get back to this later, is how the MCU will be without, specifically, Robert Downey Jr. there. Yeah. As as the the staple in everything, especially within Spider-Man, because I was really hoping that he would be his mentor throughout this entire thing and, you know, come in and out yeah. every once in a while. I know they're probably setting up uh, Happy to be there. Yeah. Um. But, but not, not only um, within the film universe, but everything. Mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr., um, or, you know, RDJ is what we call him. Absolutely. Um, friends. You know, homeboy, RDJ. Robbie, Bobby. Mm-hmm. Um, Bobby Downey Jr. Robbie JR. Bobby. We call him JR. Yeah. Robbie Bobby, JR. It's the boy. Uh, he was uh, supremely important mm-hmm. to the PR of these movies. Yeah. I mean, he, he shows up to a lot of the comic cons. Um, he's one of the biggest names in the series, mm-hmm. very high profile embodies the character too. Like yeah. that's, that's he how is he, Tony Stark, how he is. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he, um, he was very important, not just to the, the, the cinematic mm-hmm. aspect of it, but just everything, the, the entire universe of it. Like they leaned on him yeah. a lot. He, he did a lot of PR. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I mean, you think of the, just the importance of, him and his character for the entire MCU. That was the start of it. Yeah. That movie, if you think about it, that's the entire blueprint for all these movies. Mm-hmm. You know, the comedy, uh, some serious moments, big action set pieces. And that's yeah. it. So. And some emotion on the way. Right. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm just, I don't really know uh, where we go from here after that. Yeah, no, that's, that's a, that's a. I mean, they they have to have a plan because that would be a really they just they get done with it. <laughs> well, and go, not now? our problem anymore. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, later there's the, um 
the scope of this movie is so large yeah. that I think the only thing that you can do right now for at least the next couple of movies is to scale it down. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what they're going to do. Like Spider-Man is concerned with just Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. It's very Spider-Man. It's this very low level, you know, his, uh, um, it's going to be... Um, Mysterio. Yeah. It's Jake Gyllenhaal. Right. It looks like... It doesn't look... It looks like it's something that he can handle. <laughs> you yep. know what I'm saying? Like, he doesn't yep. need to call any of the Avengers for mm -hmm. this. And I think that's what they should do with most of these. Like, obviously, Guardians is going to be a movie about trying to find Gamora. Mm -hmm. That's obviously what it's going to be about. Yeah. Um, Maybe and, with Thor. Yeah. Apparently, mm -hmm. I, I was looking that up. I was looking at some stuff on that. And apparently, in the comic books, there is a such thing as the Asgardians of the Galaxy. That's funny. And that, um, So he's probably going to play a huge role in the next Guardians movie, mm -hmm. which let's talk about that for a second. Okay. Um, uh, the Thor character, I think, has seen one of the best character developments mm -hmm. in the whole series. Yeah. Oh, he's had, had a great arc. Yeah. And now, I mean, it's, he, he, is, he can be so many things for the series now. Like, he's mm -hmm. a really good actor. Um, you know, Funny. he's... One of the strongest characters in the series and in the universe, mm -hmm. so he can be that guy. He's funny. He's got the acting chops to make you believe the emotional levels, like when he meets his mom, mm -hmm. and you know, um, the the part where they find him first, and he's like, uh, it looks like a piece of shit. He yeah. looks like what Rocket said. He looks like melted ice cream. Ice cream. Which was really funny. Um, so he can he can do all of those things, and they've really they've really fleshed out his character, mm -hmm. and it's really awesome to see. It's a very was they, that a double entendre? They really fleshed out his character. <laughs> yeah, he's fat, very fucking fat. Which that was that was good. Which I've already seen people on Twitter saying I'm offended. I did By not what? I did not like the fat joke, sir. That's really? offensive. They're really they're like really, they're being they were being sincere. They were being sincere, and they also said it's especially offensive that he's obviously suffering from PTSD. So to make fun of his current condition is just cruel. And I, I really was turned off by that. Oh God! That the there's a there's a talking raccoon there too. You know, <laughs> people, man. The sensitivity level is it's. Off it's, the charts. It's so crazy. And as a plump fellow himself, I uh, I feel like I can I can speak for some of us at least and say it was it was funny. Oh, man, take a break. So, take take a day off. It's, it's okay. So frustrating, man. Like some people just shouldn't be allowed to share their opinions. <laughs> they just shouldn't. Okay, Nazi. I'm just I'm sorry. Like we're getting to a point where you can't do anything. You can't say anything. Let's just not, let's not do this. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's a topic for the one beer and podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just wanted to let, let people know there is a stirring controversy. <laughs> That's so frustrating. On Twitter so already. Frustrating. Right. Um, yeah. But uh, yes, you were saying Thor. Yes. Thor, standout character mm -hmm. in my opinion, fully fleshed out. Really, really uh, three-dimensional character. Mm -hmm. I, I really. It still really sounds like you're just calling him fat. He's he's fat. He's fucking fat. Three-dimensional, fleshed he let, out. He let himself go because he couldn't fucking handle it. And all you fatties out there who can't handle life, fuck you too. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? All right. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, no, I, I agree. I think that uh, he is he is one of 
the the mainline characters now moving forward. Yeah. Uh, which is good, and I mean same things. With, same thing with the Guardians. I feel like that's another like mainline franchise. They they're in good hands with Spider Man too. Mm-hmm. Um, Captain Marvel. We'll see. I, I I wasn't a big fan of the first movie. Mm-hmm. That was okay. It was all right. Um, Hopefully, it goes the way of um, the Captain America movies. Yeah. First Avenger was yeah yeah, but. I mean, Winter Soldier is one of the best movies in the series. So. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much uh, how I felt about the first uh, Captain Marvel movie anyway. was like it, it felt like the setup for or like a pilot for something bigger. Yeah. So we'll see about that. Pilot. Uh, ah, is that a double ooh. entendre? <laughs> um, yeah, and then besides that, uh, you know, obviously Black Panther was good. So. Yeah, they're they're in good hands. I mean, there's a lot that they can do. It's just going to be interesting because, like I said, the scale of this movie is so large that it seems like it kind of it pits any threat going forward mm-hmm. against this movie, right. and it's like, yeah, but who's gonna who's gonna pose a bigger threat than Thanos at right. this point? At the, yeah, I mean, he was a a, a, a universe wide threat. Yeah, who can top that? Who can top that shit? <laughs> Yeah, Ooh, I, who's gonna top that? Well, and they—that's the thing. Like, they can't make it a, you know, uh, monster of the week type deal because mm-hmm. it's just gonna feel cheap. Then you know, yeah. Because even even looking back at the other Avengers movies, like Loki was great. Um, uh, what's his name? The the robot dude, Ultron. Uh, Ultron, not really. Like it was fine. Is it a fine threat? I, I wasn't as no. I think into that. I, I think um, I think uh, he was squandered. Yeah, they you know they got um, James Spader right to to voice him, and um, you know that was exciting. And then when you get to the actual film itself, eh, I think it it served its purpose for um, creating uh, more emotional aspects of the film. Mm-hmm. And, well, and, ex- and expanded the team to Wanda. And uh, uh, vision, yeah, and 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 the fact that you know it gave it gave Tony, uh, it was the turning point for Tony. Mm-hmm. You know, him seeing the destruction that they can cause, that they potentially can cause if right. they're not held in check, and which everything. led into civil war. Yeah, so that was it served its purpose, but yeah, as just the villain mm-hmm. of the film, yeah. yeah, it's like meh, right? And but then you get Thanos. That which it was what everything has been funneled funneling to. Yeah, you know it's all been building to this moment. Yeah. So what do you? My yeah, my question is what what do you do now? Mm-hmm. What and and not not only that, but like, can there be another Avengers movie with our new group of people? Because Avengers, in my mind, obviously, because we don't have anything new at this point, is. Those original characters. Yeah. Without, I mean, without Captain America and Iron Man, do we have Avengers? I mean. Dare I ask? You're asking a lot. Yeah. You're asking a lot. You're asking a lot of the audience to accept a black Captain America. You saw that, right? Ooh, buddy. Ooh, buddy. There's going to be some angry people on Twitter. Uh The MAGAs are going to come in (laughs) strong on that one, dude. Mm -hmm. I saw that, and I was like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Are you sure you don't want to give it to Bucky? It was like, I kind of thought, like, in my head while that scene was happening, I was Mm -hmm. like, is he going to turn around and hand it to Bucky? Mm -hmm. Because that would be kind of bullshit, too. Yeah. 
I, I wouldn't like that, but then mm-hmm. I was like, mm. I mean, I'm a fan. Yeah. I, you know, I like Anthony Mackie. Yeah. And uh, I think it would be really fun to see a black Captain America. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm good with that. Uh, but, oof. Man. Which happened in the comics, too. That, yeah. that's, that's a line in the comics. Oh, and speaking of the comics, the Hail Hydra thing that oh, they did. Oh, so good. Well, I mean, come Captain on. Captain America. Because, okay. The, the scene we're talking about, obviously, is when he's in the elevator. Yeah. And they go back in time. Um, I don't know about you, but I was expecting another callback to that elevator the fight. The elevator fight scene. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. That's what we're, it, it's kind of being pitched as. Yeah. And then instead of doing that, he thinks about it, he uses his brain, uh-huh. and whispers, Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra. And it works. Oh, what, Incredible. What a, what a clever mm-hmm. uh, thing to do in that movie. Just, hmm. Man. Yep. I mean, guys, if you're listening to this, if you either either you've already seen it, so you know what we're talking about, or you don't give a shit about spoilers and you just want to hear people talk about it, you sick fucks. <laughs> what are you doing? But either way, I mean, you gotta just appreciate the things that they did in this movie. You know, yeah. The 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 references. Well, the, literally the going back Easter to the eggs. old films. Yeah. Uh, like I was I was kind of hoping that's what they would do. The little jokes that they put in there, just like. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know about you, but pretty much every joke landed for me. Yeah, it was it was well written. Mm-hmm. I mean, the attention to detail was off the charts. Off the charts. As somebody who's watched every single one of those Marvel movies, like mm-hmm. it, it's it's something inconceivable that you can put all the pieces together. Yeah, it, this this succinctly, this this perfectly into a uh, almost like a Rubik's cube of all these. All these different elements that they've built over the past 10 years. Mm-hmm. To get it all to fit is like complex mathematics. Right. And make you know? it all make sense. But but they did. Yeah. And I think that's that's the biggest takeaway I have from this movie is that regardless of where it goes in the future, like this as an end cap is end cap yeah. is um, hashtag end cap um, is pretty much. I, I don't know if I could personally ask for anything more right. from this movie. What could what could they have done differently? Maybe this? over time we'll start seeing you know some of the 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 corners bent a little bit or something or yeah um, yeah this is first watch first review right immediately after we're, we saw we're it. hot we're hot yeah. off of it so there's so. no yeah so maybe we'll have some uh, some criticism some hindsight yeah but but as of right now like I don't there was nothing nothing even close to big enough for me to to even nitpick yeah. You know, it was, a, it was a long movie, but it didn't feel that way based on the pacing. Yeah, and by the way, guys, calm down. Right. It's a, it's not it's not like it's not Dances with Wolves. Did, did you guys never see Lord of the Rings? Right. It's not Braveheart. Yeah. You know, calm down. Relax. Three hours is not that long. No. It's really not. No. Just go at a time that makes sense. Don't have a bottle of water before you go see a movie. <laughs> Sit down. Or a and gigantic relax. Coke. Yeah, and you don't. And and like you said, you don't feel it. It doesn't mm. feel like a three-hour movie. It's it's perfectly paced. It moves. It just keeps moving. Yeah. Even when it kind of slows down, it's still it's still moving. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, you just have to tip your hat to the Russo brothers, man. Incredible. I mean, what a fucking what a feat. Yeah. To fit all of that, just smash it all down. I, I mean, they they accomplished the nearly impossible. Yeah. With this, it's mm-hmm. just incredible how many things that they were juggling at the same time. Yeah. All those characters, they all. They all did well by him. I don't feel like anybody was underrepresented. Like they, they did I think, enough. I think some people were upset that um, oh, I can't remember her name. 
um, Black Panther's first in command, Michonne. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember her character's mm-hmm, name. Mm-hmm. But yeah, people were saying that she was underrepresented because she was she was advertised as being like a big part of the movie. She's mm. on the poster and stuff, and there was controversy with her not getting um, name-checked on the poster. Mm. And uh, she was in a lot of the advertising and stuff. And then when it came down to it... Yeah, she was just in the end battle. She, yeah, she wasn't even... And she wasn't even part of the team to go retrieve stuff, even though no. she was... Alive. I mean, they they left all the Black Panther characters that were still alive. But there was only one. I thought um, Baku was still alive too. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but did, did they need Baku? No, of course not. <laughs> Does anybody really need Baku? Do we need Baku? Uh, but yeah, no, they. Uh, I guess they didn't need her either. No, but my point. Okay, so well, they didn't need Hawkeye either, though. Everybody, everybody has uh, like their favorites from the movies. Obviously, not everybody's going to get a speaking role, even. Right. You know, like actually, I guess they did need a uh, Hawkeye. They did, yeah. For the sacrifice, the Soul Stone thing. Right. Yeah. But well, my point is, everybody got at least a little shine. Yeah. You know, yeah. which is great, and, and like they even brought back small characters, like um. That was it. Thor's love interest. Natalie Portman. Na- was yeah. she actually in the movie, though? I thought so. It seemed to me that they just used the casting or the, the old uh, the film B-roll footage. from Yeah, because yeah. like it didn't she didn't say anything. They uh-huh. didn't interact. Like, I kind of feel like they just kind of um, I think they just spliced that together. Even if they did, the I fact that Natalie Portman wanted to be in the movie, they would have given them there would have they would have had a moment. Yeah, something true. Even. Even if that's the case, which, it, yeah, very well could be. Uh, the fact that they brought back scenes and characters that, you know, like seem to be almost like <clears throat> written off negatively in the yeah. past. Like Natalie Portman's character that didn't come back for uh, Ragnarok mm-hmm. just was really satisfying for me. Yeah. So all that, all the Ant-Man stuff and... Mm-hmm. Little yeah. bits and pieces of everything, and finding a way to make it work yeah. and not not seem too fan servicey or make it drag at any point. It was all boom, 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 boom. Kept it moving. Yeah, um, it all just kind of seemed to work. It made sense. It didn't feel forced. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like like oh, okay. Of no, course they would do that. For this, yeah, yeah. So, um, I guess that being said, is there anything that? you could see as a, a potential negative in the movie anything you would have liked to see that you didn't or that didn't happen well i was thinking about it <clears throat> when we were on the way back and infinity war was very much thanos's movie mm-hmm. he he's like the obviously the big baddie but we learn a lot about him in that yeah and in this one you know he doesn't get a like he he's only really in the movie twice mm-hmm. two big scenes like in the beginning and in the end yeah and you know i just like i like josh brolin's take on the character i like him espousing his philosophies and stuff mm-hmm. and just like his his um quiet intensity i just love the character a lot and would yeah. kind of would, would like to have seen more from him but i say that while understanding that endgame was about everyone else it was mm-hmm. about how they deal with the consequences of Infinity War. So mm-hmm. I understand why he wouldn't be featured so much. So this is more of a nitpick than anything else, just because mm-hmm. I just love Josh Brolin's take yeah. on the character so much that would just personally would have loved to see him more. Yeah. But I understand why he wasn't in it mm-hmm. as much. Yeah, that makes but, sense. But I mean, as far as like a, 
God, dude, I can't even think of like something I didn't like about the film. I honestly mm-hmm. can't think of anything I didn't like about it. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I maybe maybe later on, mm-hmm. maybe I'll be laying in bed and then like pop up and be like, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> there was that thing. But as it stands, I can't think of something that was so egregious that I have to, like, oh, I didn't like, I can't think of anything, man. Mm-hmm. They did really good. They did. I yeah. can't believe how well they did in this movie. Mm-hmm. Can't uh, believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Me neither. That, I feel the same way. Uh, we should mention, too, the other big death is uh, Natasha. Yeah. Yeah. So she dead, dead. That bitch dead, dead. Yeah. And she sacrifices herself. Um, to get all, the soul stone. Most of the, all of the emotional moments. I don't know. I was, I was close to tears a couple of <laughs> yeah. times, dude. Yeah. I almost, yeah. Ugh, man, I almost cried. Uh, I almost cried when, when um, Spider-Man and Iron Man got reunited um, when he first sees him mm-hmm. and he's just staring at him like, I can't believe it. You're back. <laughs> And he's like, Mr. Stark, did you, when I was like fucking, I turned into powder and, blah, 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 and I was just like, oh, uh, 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 so happy for them. Yeah. Um, almost, almost cried when Iron Man died. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't, uh, Natasha's death didn't really, like it sucks. Yeah. But it seemed like a necessary, like one of them was about to die. Yeah. Um, uh, trying to think, cause there was a couple of times where I got, I got a little <laughs> emotional. Yeah. Uh, uh, when uh, when 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 uh, Thor gets to talk to his mom mm-hmm. for a little bit, that got me. Yeah. At the end, uh, Cap and Peggy together finally. That was good. That yeah. was good. Didn't make me almost cry, but yeah. it definitely. It was more. It was more happy. Yeah. yeah you know. You're like, you get to see that moment that we've been waiting for them dancing. Yeah. See, so. missed the dance the first time. Yeah, they they. You you know what? I will say this. I kind of wish that. With um, Hulk, I I like the bit that he's like, he's embraced it, and now he's <laughs> yeah. a giant genius. Mm-hmm. Just it was funny, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's kind of weird. Yeah, it's just kind of strange. Yeah, to see him like that the whole time, mm-hmm. like with the glasses, yeah. and he's talking like you know Mark he's, Ruffalo. He wears shirts, but he's massive. Yeah, it was just kind of weird. I don't. I didn't read a lot of the Hulk comic books, so I don't yeah. know if that's something that I, happens eventually. I, I, think, I think it does, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you know what? One thing I would have liked, especially with Natasha dying, is a moment with her and the Hulk. Yeah. And, and Bruce. Yeah, it does seem like they just kind of ignored the fact that they were doing a thing. But they were going in a romantic direction with them. They also don't completely ignore it because remember when he's talking to Thor and he's like, you know, somebody help me. Yeah. Uh, and... Thor's like Natasha, yeah, and he's like, mm. uh, no, it was you, yeah. So they're not completely ignoring that love interest thing, but they just they didn't kinda, really do much with it, though. No, with that relationship or anything, and they really pulled on that for um, Ragnarok, even. Yeah, her message is kind of what freaks him out and like brings him back. Yeah. Uh, so I I would have liked more of a conclusion with that. Yeah. Um, something. Yeah. For that satisfaction, because I I kind of feel bad for. Bruce Banner, you yeah. know, like not only is I'm glad that he's found acceptance in his Hulk form, but like I don't know, like he just I, I feel like he's still that lonely character. Like yeah, he, he doesn't have anybody yeah. besides the crew, you know, mm-hmm. the boys' club, right? So mm, let me think. No, no, I can't. I can't think of anything else that I disliked. Yeah, no. I, overall, I 
Yeah. Anything I would bring up is a complete nitpick. So yeah. Um, highlights. Thor was a highlight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cap with the hammer. That was dope. Yeah. That was really dope. Uh, it and you know I'll say this: we had we had a we we had a topic a couple episodes ago, or maybe last episode, mm-hmm. where we talked about our movie theater experiences. Yeah. This one was a good one. Yeah. People appreciated the movie. They shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. They were cheering. I heard sniffles. Laughing. Yeah, I heard sniffles too. <laughs> people were crying. Like it was people really respected the movie. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that. Yeah. Because it was a packed house mm-hmm. and you know, it could have gone sideways. Oh yeah. And it didn't. There were a few kids in there too. Yeah. And I heard the parents going, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. So that was good. Uh I like that. Mm-hmm. Very, uh, very much appreciated that. I like that you know the whole time travel thing. They didn't, they didn't just cop out and like they actually explored mm-hmm. the consequences. Right. They um, they spelled out the rules yeah. well. It, it didn't seem pop cheap. culture references. Yeah, right. they didn't just they didn't just go. We'll fix know. it. Let's go back and fix it. That's yeah. it. If we just jump, you know, they, they obviously they're taking a lot of liberties, mm-hmm. you know, say, just saying stuff. And we're like, okay, sure. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. The science checks out. But uh, it still felt real. Yeah. Real enough, you know. Yeah. yeah uh, believable enough. Believable is a yeah. better word. Suspension believable. of disbelief. Yeah. That's all we needed. Yeah. So that was good. Uh, yeah. I mean, they just, they just hit on everything. The, the action sequences were amazing. The funny, funny moments, like I said, the jokes landed. Mm-hmm. The 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 emotional moments, they really got you. Mm-hmm. Fuck, man. Yeah, I th- uh, probably the the emotional highlight for me was when Tony was dying, and they uh, like basically everybody there got a little moment with him. Yeah, and like uh, Pepper Potts saying it'll be fine. Once she cracked, I went, oh, yeah. Once oh, his funeral got me too. Ugh. His funeral got me. Yeah, which again, really cool to see everybody. Yeah, everybody there, like the the entire hey, main uh, who, who MCU. Was that kid? I don't know who was that kid. <laughs> there was just a random kid. There was a random kid, and then some other people behind him. I, forget. I there was a there was Colby Smolder's character. Right, was right, back right. There. The Shield people behind. Yeah. Who the fuck was that I kid? I don't know who that kid was. I thought that kid was in Captain Marvel, so I was like, did I miss this no, guy? No, 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 no. Because remember, Captain Marvel is a prequel, like in the 90s. True, yeah. So, so that, yeah. That, that kid probably wasn't even born yet. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we'll Strange. have to look into that. Yeah, we got to look that up, because I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's like a little Easter egg. Maybe. Uh, let's see if I can Google it. <laughs> who the fuck? Who is the kid at, or at uh, Tony Stark's funeral? Um, not the only ones. <laughs> of course not. Who was the lone kid at the end? <laughs> That's an actual question on there. That was. Oh, nice. They explain how this young man fits in. One of the major head scratches from the end of Endgame is when the camera lingers on a young man who turns up in one of. Let's see, in Endgame before spoilers below. <laughs> What's this article from? This is from Entertainment Weekly. Oh wow! So this isn't yeah. Which, uh, blah blah blah. The clustered in groups. Oh, <laughs> wow! Share with the class. Come on. It's uh, it's the kid that he sees in um, Iron Man three. The kid that who helps him oh. when he's when he's fucking stuck yeah. in the suit. Yeah. 
That's pretty good. That's cool, man. Wow. Um, the a, kid who helped the stranded and hunted Tony Stark reactivate his armor while on the run. That's a deep yeah, cut. That is. That's cool, though. Wow. That's what I'm saying. That attention to detail. To imagine having to find all these people again that were in these movies five years ago, yeah. six years ago, seven years ago, eight years ago. May have had like one one part in the movie, and they they brought him back for this. That's pretty cool. I like that. I like that a lot. Now, one thing that we didn't stick around for that we just saw the description <laughs> of was the final final after credit scene, which yeah, and it technically wasn't a after credit scene. It they, was, they pulled like a, a Metal Gear after credits where it's just yes, it's just, just audio a, audio. Yeah, and it's like metal clanging or banging. Why don't you look up what the theories are on that? All right. I can tell you right now some of the stuff that I saw just at a, on a cursory glance was uh, that it could be, you know, somebody building an Iron Man suit or something mm. like that. Uh, let's see. Let's see what people are saying. Theaters are warning fans that there's no post-credit scene, which they shouldn't do that. No. Because there technically is something. Yeah. Well, may, uh, hmm. Maybe they're doing it more as the thing of like, just so people know there's not like a visual that goes along with the audio. So they're not freaking out. Yeah, maybe. Oh, it's a, it's a sound effect from the first movie from, from Iron Man. Mm. It's a, it's a sound effect lifted from when he's building his very first Mm. Iron Man suit in the cave when he's in Afghanistan. Yeah. Oh, it's probably just a callback then. I don't think that means anything really. Yeah, no, I, I think yeah, that's really. I think that's just a tying it up kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think that. Yeah, think which is anything. what the the end scene was anyway. It was just all of the actors. Yeah. With their little scenes. Yeah, it's just yeah. I think it's just like bringing everything full circle. Yeah. It was the beginning. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. Bookend. Yeah, I don't think it's anything no. important. Oh, All right. Uh, I mean, we both came back exhausted. Yeah, yeah. That is so, truly, truly exhausting film. Uh, I mean, we got up super early to go see it. Mm-hmm. Three hours sitting in a dark theater, and then we walk out. It's two o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon, and it's fucking. I mean, it's it's like it's like God turned the lights on. Mm-hmm. The, the sun was directly overhead. Um, and to recover, we ate burgers. We had burgers. Yeah. yeah. So so truly, truly, truly exhausted. But it's worth it. Absolutely. It's worth it. Man. I mean, I you know, I don't want to speak in hyperbole. I feel like that's the only way to speak on this movie right now. <laughs> it's I mean, it it certainly could be. It's I think it's definitely the best Avengers film. Mm-hmm. I think you say definitely. I'm not gonna say definitely. Because yeah. Infinity War is so it's great. good. It's so it's great. good. And if you take I, I said this, I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but I, I said it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. If you take Infinity War on face value without you know advertising and knowing that if you just take it on face value mm-hmm. and say this is it Thanos snapped and destroyed half the universe and the consequences of everything that he did now we have to live with those consequences mm-hmm. it's an incredible incredible movie and, yeah. and maybe the best marvel movie in the MCU, MCU. yeah so i don't Man, but Endgame is so good. I know, <laughs> dude. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, they're—it's uh, hard to compare the two because they do feel like, um, 
They feel like part of a series. They feel like part yeah. one and part two, A yeah. and B. Uh, well, that was the original plan, right? Infinity War is supposed to be Infinity War one and two. Yeah. And then they changed. Yeah. That. They well, they just changed the name basically. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. they at the end of the day, they pretty much did what they were Same gonna thing, do yeah. and just changed. That's the basically name. yeah, because like you were saying, uh, literally, literally, what almost more than half of uh, Endgame is them living with those consequences. Yeah. That's what's so interesting. Yeah. Also, uh, shout out to the intro, the cold open. Yeah, cold open. Great. Really cool. Yeah, great yeah. idea. Um, yeah, I love that shit. You go from trailers just to, bam, scene. In the movie. Right. I wish more movies would do that. Yeah. It makes you sit up in your seat like, oh, shit, Ooh, fucking movie's I gotta, on. I gotta, <laughs> gotta pay attention now. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. I would just like to say, um, I wonder... I wonder what the real consequences would be. Like, the way that they set up the universe that we're living in now where half the population is gone, mm -hmm. is that of... Well, it's, it's not only half the population. It's half of all living things. Right. So, yeah, in the universe, half of all in living universe, things. right. But um, Natasha specifically says that half the population is dead. Or yeah, gone. gone. Yeah. Poofed. Um, so... I'm wondering, let's think about it realistically. Mm -hmm. There's 7 billion people on this planet. Yep. So if half of them died, there would still be 3.5 billion people on this planet. Yep. Like, I don't know if, would, if it would be as deserted as mm -hmm. they made it seem. They made yeah. it seem like there was like... 30 people in each city you know what i'm saying like yeah. that that sky view of new york mm -hmm. all the fucking ships are stopped and trapped like cars mm -hmm. are deserted and like it, it looks like an apocalypse yeah and there was still 3.5 billion honest like dog that's one billion of those people is in china china's still thriving that's the entire country <laughs> still you're doing fine it's like nothing happened right. they could have not even heard about what's going on they would still be thriving <laughs> Another billion is in India, and then another billion is scattered throughout the around. world. Yeah. yeah, we, the United States, would still have three hundred million people in it. Mm -hmm. Well, I think the the question would be because obviously uh, um, we're getting very scientific about this. Let's do it. Um, the way populations are dispersed is, is it varies. So True. you know, in major cities, there's obviously more people. But if you're in I don't know Oviedo, Florida. Mm -hmm. um, that depending on because th this was like a 50 50 chance of you going or not yeah. right so there's no rules saying like it's lit it, it's literally like okay a, a family of four is going to lose two yeah that's not how it works right so you know for all you know your entire town could go right just by luck of the draw true you know and then another town could not be touched at all but let's think about okay all right here's here's maybe a moral issue i have with the film mm -hmm. i would have liked to see them tackle the morality of thanos's choice to do this mm. like some people thinking it's good a good thing yeah right i mean there's plenty of people who now mm -hmm. in real life yeah think we need population control mm -hmm. and so if his plan goes through as it does five years later I would have liked to see them explore, like, hmm, was this a good thing? You know what could have been kind of cool and might still be cool if they were to do, like, a, you know, during that five-year period, 
type movie or series or something. Yeah, they do like short films. Yeah. They've done Marvel short films in between movies, it, so they could do that. I think it'd be cool if they had like a Thanos was right cult, you know? Yeah, that'd be cool. And like people like, yeah, things are better now. Yeah. Because, I mean, let's think about it. Honestly, they probably would be. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what Cap was kind of talking about when he was talking about, oh, I saw some whales in the Hudson. Yeah, so yeah, you know? they do. They touch on it a little bit. Yeah. And he's like, cleaner water, <laughs> yeah. uh, more room for them to swim there around. There is benefits and to she's this. Like, and, and, but and Natasha immediately yeah. shits on that. Like, yeah. shut the fuck up. Right. This sucks. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it sucks for you. Mm-hmm. That's but, what I was going to say, but that, that makes sense for her character. Yeah, she would say that because she's still in it. You know, right. like she, she wants to do but, that. But if you think about, I mean, like, I think that they should have tackled the larger aspect of it because mm-hmm. the scale of the movie is so large. Yeah. I mean, it goes, it's, it's across the universe. If you right. think about, you know, it, they're kind of kind of being selfish. <laughs> if you think about it, they're yeah. like, we lost a lot. We need to bring them back. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, how about we take a look around and smell the roses <laughs> a little bit? No, yeah. I mean, obviously, I would do the same thing. I would, right. I would well, you know, sacrifice I thought, life and limb to bring back my family members. But I'm I, just saying, yeah. like, it would have been interesting to see them at least have to confront the fact that maybe mm-hmm. he's right mm-hmm. and that they have to confront in themselves that they're going, yeah, he's right, but fuck that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We want we want everyone back. Yeah. I One thing that brings up in my mind that I didn't mention yet is how strong the the conflict is with Tony because yeah. of his family. Yeah. You know, he he was able to move on like the, unlike the other people were. Yeah. Luckily, you know, he had uh, Pepper. Pepper there and he was able to start his family and, you know, whatever, do mm-hmm. his thing. And he was happy. And, you know, honestly, when he said, no, I'm not going to help you go back in time and try to fix this. I was like, yeah, that completely checks out for me. Like he wouldn't. Why? Why would he do that? Yeah. What's done is done. You already lost once. Yeah. Why? Now I'm going to risk it again. Right. F- for what? Yeah. To potentially lose this. Yeah. This thing now. So. Which he ends up doing. <laughs> yeah. Well, he didn't lose it. He didn't lose he, it. Yeah. He died, so I guess he right. doesn't lose it, but. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like his his whole everything about Robert Downey. I mean, and and that's the thing. And that goes all the way back to the first film. That goes all the way back to Iron Man, the first Iron Man. When when Marvel took a chance on Robert Downey Jr. cuz mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people don't know anything about him no. at this point. They just know that he's a mega star and he's Iron Man and it's great. But we know being fans of his and mm-hmm. just being alive during the time he was <laughs> yeah. a fucking crazy person right. that he has a, you know, I'm not going to go through his whole cause you know, people know mm-hmm. people who know, they know people who if know, you know, know, you know, mm-hmm. but Robert Downey Jr. Was a risk yeah. to play Iron Man. Like that was a huge, huge risk mm-hmm. for John Favreau to take oh, yeah. and for the studio to take. That was a big fucking deal. Mm-hmm. He was, uninsurable yeah he was still i mean he was on his way back he was doing like indie movies and he was healthy and people were saying he was sober and stuff but he was still uninsurable at that point Mm -hmm. it takes a lot of trust and a lot of belief huge and the reason that you do that is because robert downey jr is one of the best actors of all time Mm -hmm. and i think you know you just take that necessary risk man maybe he fucking Mm -hmm. goes back on the juice whatever you know not only that but Literally, I can't think of better casting. No, right. As as for a character that is already a property, a known thing, mm-hmm. he's 
perfect. Kind of strange that he looked just like him too. Yeah, and then, all it took well, was facial hair. It was yeah, well, it was one of those things too that like his look ended up even more informing the comics. Yeah. So now the comics look exactly like him. Yeah. You know, like before it it, it he did, and he acted like him too. Yeah. So like it, it his life weirdly paralleled uh, Tony Stark's right. too. You know, he, Tony has drinking problems and uh, you know is is a billionaire mm-hmm. you know playboy and all that, all the stuff that Robert Downey Jr was known for yeah. in his real life so it's life imitating art type thing and, right and all but, of that informed the character and i think he obviously could draw from mm-hmm. a real well mm-hmm. um to to bring a lot of life to this character right and all that is to say that you know you get to end game and it pays off i mean he brings so much to the character he brings mm-hmm. so much life and so much empathy and throughout the whole series when he's struggling with first being the guy who made the weapons mm-hmm. and he turns his back on that to being you know struggling with the guy who you know is you know adjacent responsible for millions of people dying mm-hmm. in um as as part of the avengers to like his moral struggles robert downey jr really brings those to life yeah and I don't think there's a lot of actors that could pull off being as cool and charismatic mm-hmm. and as uh, uh, just world weary at yeah. the same time. His his pass in this movie in particular, I think, was really impressive. Yeah, uh, especially in in the early parts of it, where he's arguing with Cap about oh man all that. Like I was like, oh, that's Oscar worthy shit, right? Fantastic. There. That's Oscar worthy. Super good. Super, and he's like, and when good. he's talking about, I mean, he's like, you, you know, you you lied. You're a liar. Mm-hmm. I needed you. When I needed you, you, you weren't gone. there. Like, yeah. God damn, this is good acting yeah. right here, man. This yep. is good shit. And it it basically opens with that. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Ugh. not not to shit on anybody else because they all did a really good job, but yeah. he is acting circles around oh, him yeah. and them. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just running the fucking room. Incredible. Bro. Incredible. So yeah, he he. Yeah, that's probably man, and that's what makes it such a bummer. Like, it was such a cool way for him to go, <clears throat> the way that he does it. Mm-hmm. You know, the fucking Infinity Gauntlet in his mm-hmm. Iron Man suit. He gets one more. I am Iron Man. Yeah, that was a really dope way to go. But yeah. at the same time, it's like, man, we I just got more. such a man crush on, you know, RDJ. Man, mm-hmm. he's such a good character. It's like never gonna see him again. Mm. It's almost like... I mean, he's, like, he's not really dead, you know. He's <laughs> he's going to actually probably be in other movies, Marco. Rest in peace, RDJ, man. He's fucking... I mean, he snapped and then, you know... He's gone. Blew his fucking arm off, man, basically. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. It's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. Rough roads ahead. <sighs> so, yeah. It's... Uh, well, always leave him one more, right? Right. Just like we're going to do on this podcast. Absolutely right now. As I was about to say it myself. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I guess it kind of goes without saying, but let's say it. What do you think of Avengers Endgame? I I creamed my mm. pants multiple times. I was moist by the end of that film. I was too, mostly because I'm I'm sweaty. Yeah, a lot. But it was really sweaty. Yeah, sweaty, a little teary eyed. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, you will feel everything. you will feel the gamut of emotions. Yeah. It just wow. It's a crowning achievement. It is. Yeah, uh, seriously, everybody involved with MCU should be proud of themselves. They, they really, should. they really nailed it. They, yeah. So I don't. Yeah. Again, no big complaints. You, you guys did it. Yeah. Good job. This is uh, 
really something that's never been done before. And I think we need to kind of appreciate that because it can kind of go unnoticed that nothing like this has happened before. Mm-hmm. MCU's a pioneering thing. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, tip of the hat. Good job. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better myself. Man. All right. Well, for the One Real In podcast, we hopefully will do more of these in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Adam Obesis Rodriguez along with my stunning, stunning, beautiful boy. Other guy over there. <laughs> Marco Dupa. Hello. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, let us know if you agree. Let us know if uh, you hated this movie for some reason. We want to know why. Yeah, I would love to hear the other side of this. Yeah, movie. no, honestly, if you if you disagree with what we said, please let us know because that's that I'd be really interested to hear yeah. why. Yeah, no, honestly. Anything we didn't catch. Not going to shit on it. I really would love to hear somebody not like this film. Yeah. And hear a, a cogent reason why. There you go. All right, well. Have a beautiful evening. Goodbye.